What's up, guys? Welcome back to Driving Down Fear with Chelsea. It's me, Chelsea. Just another week, one week closer to football. It's actually We're actually less than a week away from kickoff uh, Thursday night. The Cowboys at the Buccaneers. So I'm very excited. I'm actually sitting here watching college football as I record this. Um, no important games because, you know, I'm a Bama fan and we play on Saturday. We play in Atlanta against the University of Miami. So it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I think I say this every week. I'm excited football's back. I don't know. Just, I'm just so excited. But anyways, getting into this week's podcast, um, I'm just going to talk about last week's, uh, the final week of preseason's games, just over just how they did in their final scores. And I'm also going to give my predictions of who's going to win each division, and then I'm going to give my bold prediction of the Super Bowl. So that that would be the last last thing, so stay tuned throughout the whole episode. Uh, first and foremost, I want to give thoughts and prayers to the 13, 13 service men and women's families who lost their lives in Afghanistan last week. It's incredibly sad. Um, I've been seeing all over Facebook bars and restaurants reserving a table with 13 beers uh reserved in like honor for those so i mean that's really cool but incredibly sad situation and they're all younger than me like i I just can't imagine especially having two two cousins in the military one navy one marine so it's just so sad to think about i also want to get thoughts and prayers to all those in louisiana in the path of Hurricane Ida, and moving all the way up to the northeast, the PA, Jersey, there was even a tornado in um, Annapolis, in Maryland, and it destroyed a lot of homes, so, and not only the tornadoes, but all the flooding, like, New York City's flooded, Jersey's flooded, Philly's flooded, there's just so much water, and so many homes and buildings, even Newark, uh, airport is destroyed from all the flooding. So that's it's just really sad that a lot of people lost their whole lives due to a, this hurricane and uh, natural disaster. So I want to give thoughts and prayers to all those affected. Speaking of Hurricane Ida, there have been multiple na- donations from the owners of the following teams. They each donated one $1 million each. Uh, the owner of the New Orleans Saints, the owner of the Saints rival Atlanta Falcons, the Baltimore Ravens, the Carolina Panthers, and the National Football League each donated $1 million to help the recovery efforts in New Orleans. So that was really nice of them. And hopefully they can uh, recover because it hit, um, I mean, I'm no meteorologist or anything, but it's very sad because it hit on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, which obviously destroyed New Orleans 15, 16 years ago when it hit. So just to see a lot of those folks reliving the same thing is so sad. Um, but with the Saints being in New Orleans, they're actually not practicing there for the next month. Their first game against the Packers, they're, pl- they're playing in Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium because... They have a home game, and they can't play in their home Superdome. So, moving on to football, 
Uh, this past Tuesday, every team had to get to their 53-man roster. So there were over 850 players who lost their job, who lost their dreams of being an NFL player this past week. Um, I think I think the biggest surprise cut out of all that was Cam Newton. Cam Newton was cut from the New England Patriots, which makes Mac Jones the starting quarterback up in New England, which I'm very excited for him, but it's just very crazy that they released Cam. Um, so he's currently without a job. I told my friend, I was talking to him, I was like, where where's the best place for him to go? And we were like toying with the idea of Washington or Houston because of the whole Deshaun Watson situation, um, which I'll I'll touch on shortly. But I thought Washington would be a good fit because Cam's still young. He he can be a starter in the league, and most of the teams have their starter, but. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starter for Washington, and he's almost 40. So, I I mean, they need... Not that Cam would be their long-term situation, because I don't think he can play, like, long-term. Like, obviously, no one's playing as long as Brady. But I think he can definitely be a starter for, for a team for the next couple years or so. And I thought Washington would be a good fit. But who knows... I don't think he deserves to be a backup. We'll keep an eye on that, see if Cam gets signed anywhere. I doubt he'll get signed before the season starts. But then again, this league is crazy. You never know what's going to happen. But speaking of cuts, Urban Meyer, the head coach for Jacksonville Jaguars, he made a statement saying how they took into consideration the player's vaccination status before making cuts. And that opened a whole can of worms, and now the NFLPA is uh, doing a whole investigation on Jacksonville to see if that's really true. I mean, Jacksonville made an official statement the following day saying that it isn't true, but why why would Urban Meyer say that? (laughs) Would he just want to get all the reporters and the media's attention? It's very crazy to me, but I'm curious to see what the investigation uh, calls for. And like what they what they end up ruling, um, but with the vaccination status, the Buccaneers announced that they are 100% vaccinated. So that makes them the second team to be fully vaccinated with all their players, coaches, personnel, staff, and all that. First one being the Atlanta Falcons. They announced that a couple weeks ago. So I know the whole the whole NFL has a 93% vaccination rate after all the cuts were made. Um, I'm sure it'll go up. Obviously, there's going to be some players like Cole Beasley, who is very against getting the vaccine, which whatever. I I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I'm all for the vaccine, but like I'm, I'm actually sitting here watching the Virginia Tech game and just the stadium is so packed and it just makes me so excited to get back into a stadium like I can't believe we went a whole year without this. Just just fans cheering for for their team. It's just so fun to see. But anyways, back to the NFL. Uh the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston 
was officially named the starter, making Taysom Hill the backup quarterback, which I thought would happen. I mean, Jameis Winston outperformed him in the preseason. Speaking of QB1s, Jalen Hurts was officially named the starter for the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously. I was, I mean, I question Philly's like decision-making quite often, and if they didn't make this decision, I would really question it, but I'm glad Jalen's starting. They actually just traded for Gardner Minshew, so he's going to be the backup to Jalen as well as Joe Flacco, um, which I, I don't know if I said this before, but I'm a Joe Flacco fan. I think he's elite. That That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm a Joe fan. Just to wrap up the 53-man roster, um, shit, I just got an email about my Harry Styles, uh, ticket that's coming up in October. I apologize. Like I was saying, the 53-man roster situation, um, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback for the Houston Texans, he made the 53-man roster, which... If we were having this conversation a year ago, it'd be like, well, no shit, he would have made it. He just signed a four-year contract with Houston last year, right? Well, he has over 20 females um, saying that Deshaun Watson, Watson sexually assaulted over 20 females. And it's a really, it's a really big case, not only with the NFL, but obviously with the criminal justice system and the court of law and all that. Um, but he did make the 53-man roster. They didn't cut him because Houston wants to trade him. But Deshaun has a no-trade clause in his contract. So he's he has the power to say where he goes. There's been rumors um that he was going to go to Miami, but the head coach, Brian Flores, he confirmed multiple times that Tua is their guy. They're going with Tua. They're all in on Tua, which makes me happy to hear because I would have been pissed if they gave up on Tua and he didn't even have a full season to play. But rumor has it, um, I guess it's not really a rumor. There's been, there's been multiple reports saying that Deshaun Watson won't start week one. He's just... On the roster. I think they're going with Tyrod Taylor as their starter. But there's more to come. There's new information out every single day. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the most asked question uh, to David Cully and the Houston uh, personnel guys. Every day, what's up with Deshaun Watson? What's up with Deshaun Watson? Where is he going? And all that. So they have a little over a week before their first game. And so much can change. So... As of now, he is a Houston Texan. He isn't expected to start, but we shall see. Moving on, Carson Wentz. He's been injured, right? I touched on this last week. I thought he was going to be out for a lot of the season, but he's somehow back for week one. Um, the His first practice back, he actually got placed on the COVID list, and he just came off yesterday. So... I'm assuming he's going to start week one. I haven't heard otherwise. But now that he's like fully back at practice, 
and because he, he, he is off the COVID list. So now that he's fully back at practice, I'm assuming he's ready to start week one, which is crazy to me. I really thought he was going to be out for a while. So that's something to keep an eye out for over the next week. Jamar Chase, the rookie wide receiver from LSU, he's on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, he had he had a few drop passes uh, in week two of preseason, and he went to the jugs machine jugs machine through the practice that following week. So week three preseason, you'd think he'd get better, but Joe Burrow he actually played a few snaps. Um, and he looked pretty well, actually. But Joe, per- Joe Burrow's first pass was to Jamar Chase, and he dropped it. So Jamar Chase finished preseason with five targets and four drops. I don't know if it's his nerves that are getting to him about him being an NFL starter, but they drafted him with the third, no, the fifth pick in the draft, expecting him to be a big target for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow even pushed Cincinnati's uh, front office to go after him when they should have drafted an offensive lineman to protect Joe. But that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase just needs to step it up. He needs to catch some passes. I mean, it's great as a Ravens fan that he's not catching passes. Like, less work for Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters for them to do to defend it. Um, but yeah, Jamar Chase just, just needs to, uh, catch him passes. I think it's just the nerves there, really. I think he, he has potential to be a good receiver in this league. Um, but yeah, moving on to my least favorite part about football season, the injuries. Um, J.K. Dobbins. He is out for the entire season with a torn ACL. He injured it in the final preseason game going against Washington on FedEx Field. Um, he He's very devastated, obviously. He was projected to be a top five running back this year. And I was so excited to see him play. He was going to have such a breakout year. And it just like... When I heard the news and saw the play, I literally felt my heart break just like a little bit. I was so, and I still am, so sad that he is out this year. But the Ravens, like, breed, like, running backs. They, the run game is so important to us where I don't think, I th- okay, I think J.K. Dobbins being out will affect us, but... I think Gus Edwards and Justice Hill and all our running backs, like, I think they have, and they definitely do have the potential to step up and help us in the run game. And I don't think it's going to be that bad. I'm actually excited to see Gus Edwards be our starter because I think he does, like, he can be a starter in this league. And. Oh, man. I'm just so sad about J.K. Dobbins. It's been, like, over a week since since he went out. And I just am still very devastated. But he should be back by next year. Harbaugh actually said he should be back by OTAs next summer. 
um, which is which is a good sign. But this season, man, whew, that was devastating news to uh, to my weekend last week. Another big injury, uh, tight end Irv Smith with the Minnesota Vikings will also be out for the year. He had a full repair on his meniscus this week. Um, it really sucks for Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins just lost a huge target. Um, with him being out. So now, I mean, the next tight end is Tyler Conklin, like, in line. He's going to be their, like, tight end one, which he had just under 200 yards last year and under 100 yards each of the two years prior. So, I mean, he has potential to step up in a big way this year with Irv Smith out, but... I mean, if you play fantasy, Justin Justin Jefferson will be a a good guy to get, as well as Dalvin Cook. If you if you don't draft Dalvin Cook within, well, Dalvin Cook should be drafted within the first five picks of fantasy. Um, but yeah, anyways, it just really sucks for Minnesota. They lost a huge target and a great player last week with uh with that surgery. Speaking of fantasy football, actually, I probably won't do. I I'm not too. I'm like, I I very much enjoy fantasy football, but I'm not one of those people who like puts everything on the line for fantasy. Um, but I do enjoy fantasy football. But I had a I had a draft last week, and I think I did pretty well. Um, I ended up taking like Dak Prescott. As my quarterback, which by the way, Jerry Jones has been adamant that he is starting week one, which is pretty cool. Um, but then for my wide receivers, I have Tyree Kill from Kansas City and Jalen Waddle from Miami. My running back, I have Jonathan Taylor from Indianapolis and James Robinson, James Robinson from Jacksonville. Mark Andrews as my tight end from Baltimore. Raheem Moser from as my, like, flex from San Francisco. And then my kicker, uh, Matt Gay from Los Angeles Rams. And I have Baltimore's defense, which, I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Ravens fan, but Baltimore's defense, we're great every year. But we might be number one this year. At least top three, I'm telling you. Like, there's something special about that defense. Uh... But yeah, I think I did pretty well in my draft. I mean, for my bench, I have James Conner from Arizona. He's a running back. Gronkowski, the tight end from Tampa Bay. Um, Jamison Crowder, wide receiver from New York Jets, who's actually on COVID right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield as my backup quarterback from Cleveland. And I have Odell Beckham from Cleveland. He's a wide receiver. So I'm actually really... I'm really excited with that draft. I actually did bet money on this draft, so I do have money involved. Um, but I have another draft just for fun this coming Sunday, so I'm excited. I actually have the number one pick. I'm, th- I'm probably going to go Christian McCaffrey. Like, that's it's very obvious. He, he's going to have a comeback year. He was out all, not all, but he was out for most of the season last year. He only played three games last season. Um, but he's going he's gonna to have a big, 
big season this year. So I'm excited for that draft. I like I like having uh I have um I have a draft with Yahoo and a draft with ESPN. So I'm excited. I hope I win both leagues. Last bit of uh, fun news before I break down the final week of preseason games. Um, CBS announced that they'll they're gonna do like a simul- simultaneous broadcast with Nickelodeon again for their wild card playoff game. Um, they did it last year and it was actually really fun. Like I enjoyed it. And I'm 26 and uh, it got it got the kids involved. So they learned they learned something about football. Like every time. Um, I don't know if y'all watched it, but last year, every time they went to go kick an extra point or a field goal, SpongeBob's face came up between the goalposts, so they would kick it into SpongeBob, like the NFL kicker would kick it into SpongeBob, um, and they had like Nickelodeon characters pop up for every flag. Like if it was a false start, they had a Nickelodeon character pop up and explain what a false start is or what a pass interference is. Um, it was just, it was pretty cool to see that. I enjoyed it. It was fun, fun to watch. And it was different. So CBS, CBS is doing that again, as well as Nickelodeon um, for the wild card playoff game this year. Okay, moving on to week three's preseason games. Um, my record is again a winning record this this week. It's not as good as last week, but that's because one less game was played. Not getting to that. Um, but my record for week three preseason preseason was nine five and one. Um, I mean, let's just get into it. The first game, the Colts at the Lions. I picked the Lions to win. The Colts won twenty seven to seventeen. When I picked the steel. Uh, scratch that. The next game was the Steelers at the Panthers, and I picked the Panthers to win, and the Panthers did win 34-9. Uh, Dwayne Haskins started, and, I mean, he didn't look all that. Um, he rushed for six yards that game. He threw a touchdown. He threw an interception, and he completed nine of the 16 passes for just 108 yards. Um, he did make the 53-man roster, so he he's the backup. He probably is the QB3 behind Mason Rudolph for who Mason Rudolph is behind Ben Roethlisberger. But um, next game, the Eagles at the Jets. I picked the Eagles to win. I don't know how you tie a preseason game, but... It's what the Eagles and the Jets did. They tied 31-31. to I really thought the Eagles were going to pull this one out, but they obviously didn't. Uh, the next game, the Vikings at the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs to win. The Chiefs did win 20-25. They actually, the Chiefs went undefeated in preseason for the first time in 2015. Fun fact. Um, never, I'm never betting against the Chiefs. Except week two in the NFL season. I will bet against the Chiefs. But we'll get to that in a couple weeks. Um, next game, Packers at the Bills. I picked the Bills to win. 
The Bills won 19-0. They shut the Packers out. Josh Allen did start the game, and he scored a touchdown on his first drive. And Jordan Love also started for the Packers after returning from a shoulder injury. So that's good news. Uh, The next game, the Ravens at the Washington football team. I picked the Ravens to win. The Ravens won 37-3. 20 straight preseason wins for my team. The most meaningless streak, but a fun one to uh, to carry. So we'll continue that streak going into 2022 season. Um, next game, the Bears at the Titans. I picked the Bears to win. The Bears won 27-24. Justin Fields is looking to be quarterback two. They're still set on Andy Dalton starting week one, but I don't I don't know why. Why would you? I mean, we just saw the Patriots cut Cam Newton to start their rookie quarterback. Why are you still starting Andy Dalton? You know, there's actually theories out there. Um, sidetrack real quick. Rumors are that. The Bears are starting Andy Dalton week one because they face the Rams and they don't want to risk Justin Fields getting injured by Aaron Donald, which is kind of fucked up, if you ask me. I mean, why would you? I mean, Aaron Donald's a great player. You just you have to trust your offensive line more than just be like, oh, yeah, don't care about this guy. Let's see him get injured so he can start a rookie. I mean, then again, that's just rumor. That's probably just people talking on the internet, but that that is a rumor flying around. Um, but yeah, Andy Dalton's expected to start week one. I'm sure Justin Fields will start after. I give it, like, at least three weeks before Justin Fields starts. Um, but yeah, moving on. Cardinals at the Saints. This game was actually canceled due to Hurricane Ida, so... Prayers to those folks. Um, Bucks at the Texans. I picked the Texans to win. The Bucks won 23-16. Tom Brady and the starters did play the first quarter. I didn't think they would, but they did. And they looked just... They looked pretty good. They actually... They brought all 22 starters back from the Super Bowl. They're back playing. They'll be playing week one. Um, but next game, the Rams at the Broncos. I picked the Broncos to win. The Broncos won 17-12. to Then we have the Chargers at the Seahawks. I picked the Chargers to win. The Seahawks actually shut the Chargers out, and they won 27-0. to It was the most points scored in a preseason game since 2017 for Seattle. Um, next, we got the number one... Draft pick Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars at the Cowboys. I picked the Jaguars win. The Jaguars won 34-14. to And that was the most points scored in a preseason game since 2000 for Jacksonville. Um, next, the Dolphins at the Bengals. I picked the Bengals to win. And the Dolphins won 29-26. That was a close game, but Dolphins pulled out the W. Raiders at the 49ers. 
I picked the Raiders to win, and the 49ers won 34-10. That's another quarterback um, like battle looking at. It looks to be Jimmy G is starting week one, and Trey Lance will be the backup. Uh, next, the Patriots at the Giants. I picked the Patriots to win, sadly. I picked them to win, but they did win. So I guess it like helps my record, but it hurt my morals. Uh, the Patriots won 22-20. to And then with the final game of Week 3 preseason, the Browns at the Falcons. I picked the Browns to win, and the Browns won 19-10. to little fun fact, Cleveland allowed fewer than 20 points in 15 straight preseason games. Can they carry that on into the regular season? Doubtful. But... Yeah, that pretty much wraps up all the games. I'm glad preseason's over. I think I said it about a million times already. Football's back. The NFL's back. Regular season's back. I'm ready. Alright, now that all the games are wrapped up for preseason, I'm going to dive into who I think will win each division in the NFL. I'm not going through the whole, like, this will be the wild card game, and this will be the divisional game, and this will be the championship game, or whatnot. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say how I think each team will land in the division, um, like first through fourth place, obviously. And I'm not going to say the records, though. But I just think it'll be fun to look back in 17 to 18 weeks from now and see how see how um I did. Uh so let's just let's just start it off. Um for the NFC North, I think the Green Bay Packers will be the NFC North champions. Um coming in second, I think the Minnesota Vikings and then Chicago Bears and then the Detroit Lions. Green Bay just has the most experience. They have a star wide receiver in Devontae Adams. They have a coming off an MVP season quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. They have a great running back duo with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I just think I just think Green Bay will win. I think they have the most experience. Um and just a better team overall on paper. And not even on paper, like literally in the league. They they perform very well on Sundays. So and then Vikings, they were they've been doing pretty well the last couple seasons. Uh with Kirk Cousins at quarterback, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. I mean Irv Smith's out. We already talked about that, but and then Chicago, Chicago is just Chicago. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they got a weird quarterback situation. They're probably going to do the same thing as they did last year where they switch off between Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. I mean, they're probably, it looks like they're going to do that again with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. I mean, why not just start Justin and then Detroit, they have a new head coach, but I don't think um, 
I mean, he said his first press conference, they were going to bite the kneecaps off. I mean, it looks like all talk and no bite, I guess. But but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I got the Packers being the NFC North champions. NFC South, I have the Buccaneers being the NFC South champions. Coming off a of Super Bowl, all 22 starters are back. They just have... I mean, they, they just have it all together right now. And then I have the Saints coming in second place. Jameis Winston's their starter there. I mean, Drew Brees retired last season. so, And then the Panthers have them coming in third place. I think Christian McCaffrey will have a really good season this year. Sam Darnold's our quarterback with Robbie Anderson as their wide receiver. And DJ Moore. Um... Yeah, I just think they're going to come in third place. I don't think they're going to win that many games, but, well, I don't know. I, I think they're probably going to be just under 500 or just over. And then last place, I think the Atlanta Falcons will come in last place. Last place. I just don't, I mean, Matt Ryan's just, he's not consistent. And if he is, he's consistently bad. Um, And their number one receiver Julio Jones is now with the Tennessee Titans. So, I I mean, Kyle Pitts, he's a great tight end. And they drafted him at number four this year. But he's a rookie. And usually rookie tight ends, they don't, they don't really have a breakout year their first year. But, I mean, he definitely, he could. He could have a breakout season. But, I don't. I don't see him having a breakout season his rookie year. And then the NFC East, a.k.a. the worst division in football. I don't even know how they still exist. But this one's actually really tough for me. It, it like, sucks because, like, the worst division in football is probably the hardest to see how they all fall. I mean, they, they just are consistently bad. But I will say this. I think the Cowboys will win the NFC. They will be NFC East champions. Dak Prescott is back. He should be 100% ready to go, fully healthy. Ezekiel Elliott's good. He's in great shape. Great shape. CD Lamb, he's going to be in the second year wide receiver. And he could actually be wide receiver one. He could be like. Their go-to guy over Amari Cooper. I mean, overall, on paper, they look better. But the Cowboys are the Cowboys. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, they definitely have the potential to win the East. But, that being said, the Redskins. I mean, they have a, they have a very young team. Their defensive line is one of the best. I mean, with Chase Young and... All those other guys, are, they're just so quick and they're so strong and they can get to the quarterback. It's just can their offense win them games? Can their offense put points on the board and win their games? So, yeah, the Reds, Redskins coming in second. And then the Eagles coming in third. I think Jalen Hurts will have a great year. I, I hope Jalen Hurts has a great year. I hope Devontae Smith has a great year. Um, they have a new head coach this year, 
and uh, Zach Ertz is back. So, not that he was, he, he was rumored, Zach Ertz was rumored that he wanted to be traded out of there, but, like, reports just came out the other day, like, he doesn't want to destroy the city. He loves Philly way too much to ever leave. Um, so, he's going to most likely end his career as a Philadelphia Eagle. But, yeah, I got the Eagles coming in third. And then, last, I have the New York Giants. Daniel Jones, he just isn't, he has potential to be a great quarterback, but he just isn't, I don't think, what they expected him to be when they drafted him. Um, And now that they're number one tight end, Evan Ingram is out. Um, He's injured. So, and then Saquon Barkley, he's back, but he's, like, questionable to start week one. And if he does start week one, I don't think they're going to play him the full game. I think, so, like, if you play fantasy, why would you, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't draft Saquon in the first round. That's just my thoughts. Unless you're, like, a high up there, like, if you got the 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 pick, and he's still there. But if you have, like, anything below 10, honestly, even though I, I know I just said 8 or 9, um, if you have anything below the 10th pick in the first round, I would not draft Saquon. There's so many other guys between Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, like, just so many guys you could pick that would get you more points that I, I think Saquon will. A um, little off topic, but yeah, I just I just see the New York Giants coming in last place. Uh, for the final NFC division, the NFC West, this one, this one was also pretty difficult. I had the Los Angeles Rams coming in first place. They're going to, I think they're going to be the NFC West champions. Um, and here's why. Sean McVay, he's a young head coach. They just traded for Matt Stafford, and they have Cooper Cup and some great receivers. They actually, uh, I mean, we already talked about Cam Akers is out for the year with the ACL injury. Um, so they just traded for Sonny Michelle and Jake Funk. Jake Funk was a seventh-round pick. I know we talked about he's uh, out of University of Maryland, and he was a seventh-round pick this year, and he, like, played his ass off in the preseason, and I'm so excited. He made the 53-man roster. I'm I'm such a fan of this guy, and I can't wait to see how he does this year. Um, but, yeah, that's a off-topic, kind of. But, yeah, I have the Rams coming in first place, plus their defensive line with, like, Aaron Donald, and you got Jalen Ramsey at cornerback. Uh, I, just, I just think... The Rams have a lot of potential to win the West. Um, And with second place, I have the Arizona Cardinals coming in second. And, I mean, Kyler Murray has all the weapons, right? He has DeAndre Hopkins, a number one wide receiver. Like, he's if he's not number one, he's top three in the whole league. And then he has A.J. Green and Chase Edmonds. And their defense is stacked with they traded for JJ or they signed JJ Watt in the offseason. 
They have Chandler Jones. They have Buda Baker. Like, they're just a great team. I just, I mean, they, they've had weapons the last couple seasons with Kyler, and they just couldn't, couldn't pull out a great record. So that's why I have them coming in second. And then third, I have Seattle. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson is a great QB. Like, you can't ever count him out. They have, like, Tyler Lockett there. They have DK Metcalf. Like, oh, they have two great receivers. I just don't know. I just, I mean, they just didn't look too good last year. And by too good, I mean, they look, they looked actually all right. But I just don't see them uh, winning the West or coming in anything higher than third place. And then fourth place, I have the 49ers, um, which is actually, I think the NFC West may be the best division in the NFC. Um, but the 49ers, I mean, they got, like, cursed with injuries last year. They had their rookie, not their rookie, but they had Nick Boza go out all last season and he, the year before, he was the rookie defensive player of the year. They had George Kittle, their number one uh, here. They had their number one tight end out, who's also like one of the best tight ends in the league. They had Raheem Moser, their number one running back out, hurt. Um, they had Debo Samuel, one of their best wide receivers out, hurt. And they get all those guys back this year. And plus, they just drafted a quarterback who is going to be backing up Jimmy Garoppolo from the looks of it, from the start of the season at least. Who knows down the line what Kyle Shanahan has planned and if they'll even, like, utilize both quarterbacks or if it's going to be like a Packers situation where the rookie just backs up the starter quarterback. So, to sum it up, for the NFC, the teams I have going to the playoffs are the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Cowboys, and the Rams. We'll see how well I do. Moving on to the AFC. I'll, I'll do it backwards. I'll do AFC West. Um, obviously, I have the Chiefs winning. Like, <laughs> they're one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best. Patrick Mahomes, just an incredible athlete, an incredible quarterback. And then they have, they just up, upgraded their offensive line. They trained for Orlando Brown this season. So Patrick Mahomes has more protection. Tyreek Hill, his number one wide receiver. Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. And Tyron Matthew as their safety. I mean, there's really no reason for me to explain why I think the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West, but, I mean, they just have a, they just have a great team overall. They have a great offensive coordinator, great head coach. Uh, who I think is coming in second, though, is the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert is going to play. He did really good last season. He has better, he has even more potential to play this season. Um, and then Keenan Allen 
being his one of his targets. I mean, he's such a great route runner. Um, I just think the Chargers are such a young team, and I think that they'll they'll come in second place. Uh, third, the Las Vegas Ra- Raiders. Derek Carr, great quarterback. Actually, not great. I mean, he's decent quarterback. Um, but he's got Henry Ruggs at wide receiver. He's gonna be great this year. You have Josh Jacobs, great running back. I think, I think they'll have probably around a five hundred record this year. Um, and I know it won't be five hundred because one, I'm not that like I can't see the future, and two, it's an odd number of games, so nobody's gonna be five hundred unless they tie one game, but. Um, and then lastly, lastly, the Broncos are coming in fourth. They just don't, I mean, they, I just don't see them. One, I don't see them beating anyone in their division. Except maybe the Chargers. Or, yeah, the Chargers. And then they just had a, um, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater starting. He's got Jerry Judy at wide receiver. They have Patrick Sertain at cornerback. Uh, so, I don't know. I just think they have a lot of growth to do. The AFC East is actually has, like, the oldest quarterback in this division is Josh Allen. And he's 25. He's younger than me. That's insane. All these quarterbacks out here making a living. Doing really well. And I'm just over here. Not. Just kidding, I am. But, um. But. Speaking of Josh Allen. I have the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East. This year. They just. Are such a good team. With so many weapons. And great players. I just really, uh. I think they're going to have um, a very good team for a very long time. Not as long as the New England Patriots had their run. But I think I think the Bills are the NFC, or the AFC East future. And then second place, I have the Dolphins coming in. And I went back and forth with the Dolphins or Patriots, right? Like Bill Belichick, great head coach, right? But they have Mac Jones at their rookie. And a rookie quarterback. And as much as I want Mac Jones to succeed, he's stepping into the National Football League and he doesn't have any experience in the NFL. And Tua does, the starter for Dolphins. And Miami looked... This will be Tua's first full season. And Miami looked pretty well last year. Almost making it to the playoffs. And I just think... I think they're just going to get over that bump this year and they're going to be this second place for the AFC East um so which brings me I mean I already said it but I had the Patriots coming in third place and then last place I had the New York Jets I know they just got a new head coach they just got a new quarterback Zach Wilson they just upgraded their wide receivers CJ Mosley they're one of their linebackers um he actually made a comment a couple weeks ago saying how nobody should sleep on the New York Jets and if they do they got like a big storm coming or whatever um that's great and all I love the confidence I just 
don't personally see the New York Jets going far. Uh, next division, AFC South. Titans are winning the AFC South with the Colts coming in second place. Um, actually, let's go back to the Titans, why I think they win. They got Ryan Tannehill. They got A.J. Brown. They have a monster at running back with Derrick Henry. They just got Julio Jones. Um, they just... They're so stacked on offense. It's crazy. And... I mean, the Ravens ended their playoff run last year. Kudos to us. But yeah, I just they're just winning the South again. And then the Indianapolis Colts. I... T.Y. Hillen, um, their wide receiver, he is out. I can't remember if he's out for the season, but I know he's out for at least a couple weeks. Like, he went on IR. So, but even with T.Y. Hillen on IR, they still have Jonathan Taylor at running back. They have Michael Pittman at wide receiver, Jack Doyle at tight end. Like, Carson Wentz isn't without weapons, but... And then also, like, Carson Wentz, I think he'll, I already said it, he'll do well in Indy because the offensive line is so much better than he had in Philly. But if he can just stay injury-free, he'll have a great season. I just don't see them winning this South. And then third, I know everyone is such a Trevor Lawrence fan. And I I really hope he does well this season. But... I have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in third place. Urban Meyer is a new head coach in the league. Trevor Lawrence is a new quarterback in the league. They're one of their starting running backs. Just went on IR, the rookie. Um, he's going to be out for the season. So I just don't see the... And then I just don't see them as like a better team than the Titans or the Colts. But we'll we'll um we'll see. I think they may beat the Colts. I think they'll go one and one with the Colts, but I think they'll go zero and two with the Titans in their division. Um, and then lastly, the Houston Texans are coming in last place. They actually the Houston Texans may come in last place in the entire league. I I'm willing to put money on that. Just with their quarterback situa- situation, minimal wide receivers. Not a great defense, a brand new head coach. I mean, Houston just doesn't have it all together. But, but yeah. And then the best division in football, the AFC North. I have, obviously I have the Ravens coming in first place. And not just because I like the Ravens. I think the Ravens are a better team than the Browns, which everyone has the Browns winning the AFC North this year. I don't. I have the Browns coming in second place, but I have the Ravens coming in first. Lamar's just, I think Lamar, well, first, Lamar has more weapons this year with Rashad Bateman, who's a rookie. He's he's going to be out the first four weeks, but he'll be back for the... Um, like after week four, he'll be back. We have Sammy Watkins, a veteran wide receiver. Hollywood is going into his third year, and he's going to be better. James Prochet at wide receiver, 
he looked really well in the offseason and very well in camp all all summer. And then even though J.K. Dobbins went down, Gus Edwards is a great running back. And then our defense, I mentioned earlier, we're going to be, I really think we're going to be the number one defense in the league. Um, And that's that. I just have the Ravens running in the north. Second place, I have the Cleveland Browns. I mean, Baker's actually, he's very fun to watch. They have one of the best wide receiver duos in the league with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Um, they have great wide receivers. they actually not terrible on defense. I mean, they got Miles Garrett and Javion Clowney on the defensive line. They have Denzel Ward at cornerback. I mean, they're just... It's not a bad defense, and they did really well last year. So I think um, Cleveland will come in second place. And with third place, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in third. I just... I, the Ben Roethlisberger did not look good last year at all. And everyone's saying he's going to look so much better this year and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't think he will. They have Juju at wide receiver. They actually signed him, I think, to a one-year deal. And Chase Claypool, who was really good last year. Um, they have a rookie running back, Najee Harris, which another fantasy point. I would go after Najee Harris. I think he's going to be a great running back this year and in future years. Um, so Najee Harris is going to be good. And then on the defensive side... I mean, you have D.J. Watt, who should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. He's really good. And then Joe Hayden at cornerback, which, by the way, he Joe Hayden announced that um, he wants to test out free agency after his contract is up this year because Pittsburgh did try to extend him and retire him. Like, they wanted to make, give him a contract and retire him as Steeler, but he turned it down because he wants to test out free agency. But, yeah, I just don't see Pittsburgh being that great of a team that everyone thinks they will be. So, there's that. And then, lastly, I have the Bengals coming in last place. Joe Burrow's back. They just got Jamar Chase, who we talked about, drops all those passes. Joe Burrow, he doesn't. I mean, he needs protection at the line if they want to see him make plays. That's that's the bottom line. Joe Burrow needs protection. And until he gets that protection, they're not going to be coming in anything other than fourth place in the AFC North. So yeah, just to summarize it, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Titans, and the Ravens will all be in the playoffs at the end of the season. And then, here's my really bold prediction to f- to find like finish the episode out because I don't want to go over an hour and I'm almost there. I think the Super Bowl is going to be the Green Bay Packers versus the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I'm not just saying. I really think Lamar like this team has so much potential this year, and. I mean, we'll get into it in future episodes as the season goes on, but I think this is this is our year, and I really hope it is. So, yeah, I have the Packers and the Ravens going to the Super Bowl with the Ravens winning it all.
that's that. That's the episode. I hope you all stay safe. Have a great weekend. Enjoy college football. Because I can I cannot wait to sit down and see Alabama beat Miami and all the other games that's going on this weekend. I'm very excited. So, have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Whatever you're doing, whenever you're listening. Um, just remember to always be kind. Don't sleep on Lamar Jackson. And roll tide. <laughs>